still feels good. Like when a gay dude is like, you look good, man. It's like, thanks. It does. Totally. When I worked at the, the adult bookstore, like, I just always thought it was polite when they would ask if I was gay first. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I, whatever, they can hit on me. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, right? I don't even care if they ask or not. When I was younger, it would freak me out a little bit more. Like, But now I'm just like... Back when Arthur used to gather a bunch of friends to drag someone behind a truck. <laughs> um, welcome to the Rebel Film Game Club. Sounded like you jumped right in the middle of a conversation, because you did. <laughs> Where you compared me to the guys that beat Matthew Shepard to death. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. Well, Which... you are a skinhead. Ah. <laughs> As actually, I say, they're actually not I don't shave skinheads. my head because I hate black people. <laughs> I shave my head because God hates me. <laughs> there are actually uh, non-racist skinheads. They're called yep. s- just sharps, right? Sh- sharps, yeah. Yeah. So, good buddy of mine was one stupid. for several years. But then they're not skinheads; they're sharps, right? So it's just it's just easy to explain them to people as non-racist skinheads, right? Rather than just say sharps. Um, well, what makes a skinhead a skinhead except that they're racist? The lack of hair on their head. I don't know. Well, I'm bald. <laughs> uh, anyway, but you're not totally. Are you totally shaved today? Oh no, I'm not. Like, Some, I, like I sometimes have my you rock. Stewart. Sometimes you rock the crown. Yeah, sometimes oh, I, you rock the high hachi. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And then, so, so you should have played through the first campaign. <laughs> so, for those who are unaware, our, our new our new game club selection is Star Wars. See how I was Commando. about to say that, and then no. you interrupted me. The, the listeners might well, have thought they were going to be playing Spider-Man you, the hot, for the first. For the first since parts. you make it a habit of interrupting me whenever I say anything at the beginning or end of a podcast, can no, I no. can I interrupt you guys? It sounds yeah. like fun. <laughs> You just did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Republic Commando. Yeah, why don't you go ahead? Go, Arthur. This is this is Anthony's baby. Anthony has been championing Republic Commando for a while. Go, Th- Anthony. This is a, no, no, I don't want to. True. Oh, Good well, point. I guess the podcast is going to sit here for a few yeah. minutes. A standoff. Wow. <laughs> you guys are so married. <laughs> Compared me to the guy who beat Matthew Shepard. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably say the same thing to my girlfriend or wife. There you go. That's explaining why you have neither. <laughs> but he's yeah. got you. He doesn't need one. Oh, don't say that. Yeah, who brought, who brought donuts to me the other day when I was sleeping? <laughs> That's true. Brilliant. And not to me. <laughs> you weren't here. <laughs> yeah, if you were here, he would have brought you yeah, donuts. I brought you donuts. Sounds like an invitation. They were old-fashioned donuts too. Really? Yeah. I like me some old fishies. <laughs> I do too because you can break off little wings of them. Yes. That is so you should have played through the first campaign of Republic Command. I've never heard wings used to discard the ends of a donut before. Well, they kind of look like little flaps or whatever. <laughs> Man. When you're breaking off, like the fucking. Break off the donuts, air brakes. Yeah, you yeah. mean just like when you break off an enemy Geonosian's wings with your laser gun? I, I wish that you. worked. I follow you. Yeah. Your DC 17 blaster? Yep. Um, so okay. So you should have played through the first campaign, which takes you all the way through the end of the Geonosis core ship chapter. Campaign. Yeah, I mean, you play through a campaign. It, it you'll know you beat it because it goes into like Star Wars text of, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, mm-hmm. many months later, blah 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 blah. So for a while, I was con- I was confused and thought I had played, played too much. Through, yeah, played through too much because it kind of like takes you from the rock world of Geonesis, like inside the base, and everything's mm-hmm. like. 
technological and there's lights everywhere and then you're back out into geonesis again and it's mm-hmm. like oh, okay i still have uh, it's, it's geonosis geonosis just, just so we're all on the same okay i'll, I'll <laughs> say right fucking tab from now on you got it i think from here on out every time there's like a, a star wars fiction name yeah. someone should fuck it up in a tiny way so that Anthony's forced to correct them. No, actually, exactly. me and Ryan the other day were doing Star Wars trivia, and there's a lot of stuff that I don't know. You know, just because I mean I know a lot, right? But yeah. mm-hmm. I know most more than most people. I'm not bragging. So you're, but, uh, but you're, I I don't know like everything by any stretch of the imagination. So you're a you're a deacon in the Church of Star Wars, whereas <laughs> Ryan is somewhere on the. No, Ryan's Ryan's below me. Ryan's lieutenant, lieutenant pope. Yeah, no, Ryan's way below Anthony's me. Like Ryan's, cardinal. Ryan's like Ryan's like a street pe- preacher hoping to be indoctrinated. <laughs> <laughs> He's not talking about Star Wars anymore. He's just talking about Ryan. So, yeah, but but I know way more than Ryan. But Ryan does ask you like really. He has like a set of fucked up questions he asks. Mm. Like which sixteen characters are in at least two Star Wars movies? Wow. So that's Ryan Scott of Geekbox Radio. Yeah, He's totally awesome. By the way. It gets pretty... You're not allowed to say that on this podcast. It gets pretty in the, totally into awesome. the minutia. Like, you know, yeah, Captain slash Admiral Piet is one of them. Seeing that's like someone you would only like vaguely Wait, remember. so there are only 16 characters that appear in two movies and you have to name all of them? Yeah. I could They appear in at least two movies. Wow. You can get the easy ones right off the bat. You know, Luke, yeah, Leia, Han, sure. yeah. Chewbacca. But I could not get 16. Or even like Wedge, Boba. Wedge is one of them. Do Ghost Ghosts count? Can you say Yoda? Dengar. Well, Yoda appears in multiple movies. Yes, Yoda right. counts. Isn't Akbar in two? Well, could you say could you say no. Obi Wan? No, he's just in Return. Yeah. Could you say Obi Wan because his ghost appears? Yeah, Obi Wan's one of them. Okay. So yeah, it's just it, the last Anakin comes. The last couple people. are hard. <laughs> the last two that oh, most people shit. don't get are like Admiral Piet slash Captain Piet and uh, and Dengar. Dengar appears in multiple movies. Which one is Dengar? He's the bounty hunter with all the bandages in Empire Strikes Back in the on the deck. But he also makes an appearance in the Cantina, and he also makes an appearance in Jabba's Palace. And yeah, and he he's mentioned in the yeah in that book that I read. Huh? Yeah. Okay, so depending that's right on on how traditionalist you are about Star Wars, can you say Jabba as well? Uh, Jabba doesn't count in this scheme of things. It's giant CG space slugs because he was added after <laughs> are not the same. Yeah, well, he was originally filmed in the f- in the fourth movie yeah. as well, but he was a human. Mm-hmm. A human guy walking around, mm-hmm. and when he did later decided he wanted him to be an alien, they cut out that that part before the movie was I'd released. Love to, oh. I'd love to. I'd really like to lead a, a tour in George Lucas's brain, where a guy goes from like a a guy smuggler king to a giant space worm. It was the way he always intended. Don't question. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, Space worm shoot. So first. you start off and you're what is I don't know what your number is. I always forget. Yeah, I always forget because they just like call you leader man or something. Three eight. Thirty eight. Yeah. Three eight. Yeah. 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 I like the way it starts off though. The game starts off with you like in the Camino like schools, yeah. with all the little what, children. It starts out with you in your larval stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very like uh, short Fallout sort of moment. It is before Fallout. Yeah, three. definitely. And yeah. and like the the, the cutscene where you're next to all of the other clones doing your doing your studies, mm-hmm. <laughs> learning how to your, kill your people, accelerated learning processes. And then, but it is weird to me that that they're saying you know you and your other four are extra special clones. That's how it is in the book too. It's mm-hmm. like uh, it's like they pick out like because the clones all like a lot of times have flaws and stuff like that mm-hmm. even in the cloning process. So from what I understand, they're like the ones that end up being uh, like the special ones are the ones that have like 
enhanced aggression, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like they just have like specific traits that stand out to them mm-hmm. to be. Commanders. These are like the gray goose of vodkas. They've been distilled. <laughs> kind of in a way. The only the only part of it that, that doesn't make sense to me is that they have different voices, which I know yeah. they did purely for a gameplay thing. Yeah. Sure. But in the scheme of things, they would all have the same voice. Yeah. I mean, they would all have the voice of your guy, right. who has the voice of the actor that played Django Fett. Fett. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. Whose name escapes me right now, but he became briefly famous for a while because of that. He didn't go on to do anything else of note, so... I mean, I think he's... Is he from New Zealand or Australia? I know that people in both countries get mad when you mix them up. <laughs> so let's do let's mix them both up at the he's same time. He's from a former British colonial I'm just trying to remember where the they country. filmed. <laughs> anyway. anyway. I don't think maybe he was Tunisian. <laughs> so that's where they filmed. Tasmanian. Um... So yeah, and then oh, you yeah. shows you going through your training stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you got the special armor of yep. the commando, which is weird because there's so many different levels of like clone armor. Because mm-hmm. in the sh- in the cartoons you saw like not commandos but like elite soldiers, and then right. like even a step above elite soldiers are commandos. Mm. I I found it interesting that they named the armor that you're wearing Katarn armor. Kyle Katarn. Yeah. Yeah. Which is in the future in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Way to shit all over continuity, Lucas. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not Kyle necessarily named after Kyle Katarn. It could be named after an ancestor to Kyle Katarn. They do shit like that all the time. Yeah. I mean, they always do. Cheaters. So for, <laughs> all right, um, I'm just now reading through the chronology of the Star Wars universe, so I do not know this reference. Who is this guy? Did he make he armor? Was, uh, from He's a later Dark Jedi Forces? apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. yeah. He was in the the Doom Star Wars game. He's a re- he helps the Rebel Alliance extensively, hmm. and uh, later on becomes a Jedi and f- helps the school that Luke founds. I right, think. he's like the person you play in, in Jedi Academy. Yeah, I no, no, I or think Jedi Jedi, Jedi Knights Knight. Jedi Knights. Was it Jedi? Okay, in Jedi, in, Jedi games. I get him mixed. Jedi up. Academy. I think he plays a student, don't you? Yeah, and you pick which race you want to be and all yeah. that. Right. So, um, word. But uh, we can actually totally go off topic like that because it's all still within the fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this takes place right at the start of episode, the end of episode two. Really? Wait. This takes place at the end of episode two. Yes. Okay. That's what you just said. At yes. the start of the end. No, well, it, it does take place at the start of the end of episode two. Yeah. <laughs> right when all the, the shit battle of Geonosis, Geonosis. Yeah. right, which is how the the Clone Wars starts. So it starts with the beginning of the Clone Wars, basically. Right. Um, and so you're you, I like the way that you're introduced to your companions one at a time because it gets you used to sending them out as uh, you know. Here's your sniper position. Here's your you know your demo position, and I, I actually didn't realize right away that that. Because they introduced them each as specialists, mm-hmm. and it took me a little while to realize. Wait, why is the why is four zero or whoever the green one was uh, going and blasting a door? You know, or or the the red guy. Why is he going and blasting a door when he's my sniper guy? You know, right. instead of the demo expert guy. But it turns out that like each each guy and including you can do any job, and I thought that that was a really nice touch. I mean, because it makes it a loss. Uh, it makes because they throw so many enemies at you at, at certain points that it's really important to be able to send your guys to their command spots and then just get right into the action. Or if someone goes down, to not have to be like yeah. screwed because they so, went down. Yeah, is it that 
each one is better at their specific task than anyone else? I think that that's how it's supposed to be in the scheme of things, but I don't think that's how it plays out in reality. Because I feel yeah. like that's how... that's. I thought that I, I saw that, and so I get super frustrated whenever I send someone to do something and it's not the person that's designed to do that job. Yeah, as far right. as I can tell, there's actually no tangible difference. Like, Fixer does not, like... Uh, splice not, a door like slice three doors seconds faster, faster yeah. or something. It doesn't seem like it. And there and there are events that are very specifically timed to the amount of time it takes you to splice through something or open a door. You know, it's like is if I walk up there and do it, I trigger the same thing that that I do if I command somebody else to go do it, and it takes the same amount of time to get through the encounter. So, but I do like that they like they do kind of line up into their specific goals when they're doing something like a door breach or something mm-hmm. like that if they're all there. Yeah. So I wish you could take a part in the door breach. <laughs> That's the only way. I always do. I always go off to the right. I stand back yeah. and I'm like thermal yeah. detonator bitches. Sure. <laughs> oh, I, I get my sniper rifle ready, so as soon as I see heads, yeah, popped. Um. So it starts with uh, extreme prejudice is the name of the chapter where you're in the ship and you're told that you have to find Sunfac, mm-hmm. who is the main bug mm-hmm. that you see in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's in the same room as the the ro- the droid commanders and uh, mm-hmm. Count Dooku. When he's also in the arena when they're going to execute yeah. Obi-Wan and mm-hmm. he has like what looks like a bug beard basically. So, if bugs had beards, which they do, the bug man shoe. Um So yeah, and then you start wandering through the the canyons shooting bugs with your blaster. Yeah. Which is like After the cool your orbital insertion. Which is like your cool weapon to me to, in the sense that I like the fact that it breaks into other weapons. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that too. Um, I have a feeling that the the standard sort of just assault rifle, like or the standard like plasma rifle, it it kind of goes into the pew pew range for me. It sounds like a pew, pew, <laughs> yeah, that's pew, that's my problem too. Is pew, that you don't get very good feedback. None, like yeah. especially for a, a shooter that's supposed to be like a grittier take on Star Wars. Like mm-hmm. it, for that kind of thing, it has the the wimpiest sounding gun that I've ever fired in a Star Wars game. Because even blasters have that sort of base type kick in right. right. Yeah. I think I think there's that, but I also think that it's because they're commandos and they're supposed to be semi semi silenced is what it is. But my exploding shot and sniper rifle aren't quite Well, that's for when the shit gets thick, obviously, right? But I'm just saying that the, the main assault rifle I think is supposed to be I mean that may be, but it's, it's still I, I don't know about that. Yeah. yeah I, I mean all for the sake of argument I'll say that, Yeah, for the sake of argument I'll say that that's possible, but it still doesn't it doesn't feel as satisfying shooting that gun as it feels like it should be, considering that that's the uh, gun. But to me, I'm saying, to me, the other thing is, it's, it's, it's not only like the sound and like how they feel, but for example, when you go up against the super droids, well, that's what they're called, droids. right? Super battle droids. Super yeah. battle droids. Like, if, if you don't throw the grenades that are, uh, you know, that the droids are really susceptible to, it takes like two or three clips. That's to the down. whole point, oh, though. Is the sniper that, rifles. That's the whole yeah. point, though, is that, is that they wanted the. I mean, those are supposed to be like the counter to you. Yeah. Those are elites. They are. Those yeah, are the elites of Republic Commando. But they're even harder than elites in Halo are. I mean, but the, but they're like elites when you're playing some ways, on Legendary. In some ways, no. Like all they do is walk forward really slowly, and like elites in Halo moved, you know, at normal speeds, and also would like leap out of the way, roll out. Right. Of I mean, no, when no, they're by themselves, they're not. Well, he, mean, not, he means metaphorically. Yeah, I, I mean more in their challenge level as opposed to how smart they are, because it, this game's AI is testicles. Right. Well, to be everyone. and to be fair. Yeah, to be fair, it gets a little different when you fight... Uh, Wookiees? Well, you never fight Wookiees. <laughs> but you will fight 
another race of alien later on, and their AI behaves quite differently than the droids, mm-hmm. and becomes a little bit more of a challenge. But I mean, the droids, like, it is crappy AI. That's well, I mean, sure. the, but droids, the droids also in the movie were just were stupid. We're beyond stupid, right? Yes. Yeah, and in yeah, this, and they I are. Can, but I'm referring to well. even the bugs. The bug AI is stupid. Your the Republic Commando AI is stupid. I have never had. My teammates jump in front of my gun as often as they Dude, do this, so or jump in front of me throwing a thermal detonator, which bounces off the back of their head and lands at my feet. Yes. <laughs> that happened to me once too. Yeah, yeah, I threw a thermal detonator like right into one of my guys as he jumped in front of me. But I found that that happened a lot less once I really started using all the emplacements. Mm-hmm. And your mm-hmm. team is much more effective in an, in an emplacement than they are like running around behind you and just taking random cover. Yeah, I pretty much never let my team in that game ever just run out on their own. Yeah. If they're not in a specific position, I'm almost always using the function the, keys to yeah, tell them to, to hold the spot. Them. Yeah, so yeah. go to an yeah. area. I've been doing the hold this spot instead of assigning them to specific positions because at first I was frustrated that I'd have to run all the way back to their position because I'd notice they weren't following me and I'd have to tell them, hey, come off of that sniper perch mm-hmm. and let's keep moving. But I was uh, I was reading and there's like you can set the options to where they will automatically snap off of those emplacements if if any of the listeners at home are playing that way and are getting frustrated there's an option you can turn that off right well i just i just usually hit like stop what you're doing follow me like f2 f4 or whatever it is right i'm I'm really fast too just snapping and looking at them like get off the spot you move to the Mm -hmm. spot well if you hit like if you hit like stop doing what you're doing then they all stop and will follow you that's the big thing in that game though for me is that the part of the fun i have with it is that i don't kill very many enemies myself Mm -hmm. i'm uh, in games like that and in like ghost recon I almost always let my guys do everything. Like, micromanaging my guys is, like, mm, where I okay. get yeah. the most fun. So I'm always moving him from position to push position or pulling one off and telling him to move here. Now when, did this, when did this game come out? In 2005. 2005, yeah. And it, it feel like, I don't remember too many games back then that gave you that kind of option as to um, how you're going to go Rainbow through Rainbow Six Three on Xbox 360 was probably right. the first... This kind... <laughs> the first squad-based shooter of this kind on mm. consoles. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Because it was their way of taking the Rainbow Six formula and dumbing it down. The part that bothered me, though... Are you talking about Vegas? or No, Rainbow Six no. 3. Okay, the part that bothered me, though, that all those games that this one at least does, is they never... Like, Rainbow Six... I don't know if Rainbow Six... I think, they, yeah, they fixed it, fixed it the second one, but not being able to have your team get you up off the ground... Yeah. It's, like, oh, so yeah. dumb to me, like, when you could do it to them. Yeah. So I appreciate the fact that this game does it to me. Yeah. And the fact that they give you the options to whether you can say, continue your orders, or, right. pick, or me pick me up immediately. Up. Yeah. Or just yeah. restart from a checkpoint. Right. Yeah. I mean, they will let you do that, yeah. I mean, but I almost always tell them immediately, pick me up. Uh, there's yeah, no... And they do. <laughs> maintain your current orders. I'm like, no. Oh, to, to me, it totally depends on the situation. Like, if... If there's a you know if there's a nearby uh, super droid you know and he and he's almost down I'll tell him you know go ahead and finish him off. <laughs> I don't yeah. trust them to take out super battle droids because they always just get annihilated. <laughs> I do so as long as as long as they're in their emplacements. Yeah, if they're if on you, a position, they're just fine. Yeah, but if, if you have a couple not. of them, like if you have a couple it's, of them in sniper <clears throat> positions, they can take out the the super battle droids as quickly just, as you can. I just feel like there are so many parts in at least this campaign where there's no positions for them to take. Oh man, I didn't feel that way yeah, at all. Yeah, neither did I. Like, it's, I it, it's just like every battle is like pitched to where there's maybe always... you were maybe you were trying to push forward quicker than we were or something. Um, the part where it tells you you have four minutes until this whole level blows. Oh up. well, that's a little. Different, well, that part's yeah. not. I mean, that part that part you. That's why every ten feet it's giving you refills on all your grenades is because you're yeah. just supposed to be a grenade lobbing fool the right, whole yeah. time. 
Like I was switching through all four of my tech right. grenades. The I, you know I know this is jumping ahead a little bit, but the first time I played through that, I just you know a lot of times we talk about gaming literacy and you know like what what's the gaming language that we all know. Mm. And the way that I read that scenario was that I don't actually have a definitive four minutes. That, you don't. That that or or. Or that this is just some that it will play out as if quote unquote four minutes had passed, but mm-hmm. really they're just gonna wait for me to walk through the door and then they'll say, Oh, okay, <laughs> right. three, two, one, you made it, haha, but no, it's no, really, it four, really minutes is four minutes and you better make it. <laughs> when I finally finished that part, like it the timer was ticking down from ten. Me too. And I was it took me onto the ship and I'm like, Okay, and the fucking level, the timer is still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two yeah, I, yeah I was on two as well. Uh, see, I, yeah. yeah, I didn't have any, but again, all I did was I was nonstop. Really? Like, well, it does two things in that part that makes it like doable: is that it gives you grenades and it constantly gives you the 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 high explosive rounds for your gun. The anti. So if you're just running, lobbing those to you. Yeah. And Wait, really, you can get high explosive rounds. Yeah, the the rock, the grenade launcher type ones. Oh yeah, okay. That's okay. what I'm saying. It's constantly giving you right. those. It is, yeah. So those are the big and things. Uh, and you, you can pick up a Geonosin laser. Which right. Helps. How do you? Okay. So how do you pick up weapons on F, PC? You look in it. You look at it and you hit F. I tried that. Wait, what? Man. I tried well, that. When you pick up like a Geonosis gun. Or something. Oh yeah, yeah, I totally did that. And it yeah. And fuck all for me. Uh, really? They're, they're, they're really short, but they're great if you want to kill like a single big enemy real fast. No, I, I found out that like if I can if I can control it just right, I can take out like three. Like I'll, I'll fire it at them, and then you lay mm-hmm. off, and it stays firing for a little while after you let off off the mouse button. And you usually really that's enough to kill them. Get out there and let your balls hang out for a few seconds while it charges up, though. Or charge yeah, it up but, before you leave cover. That's right, but it, but if those it. guys, but if the, but if I've got my, all my like I'm thinking specifically at the end of the level we're talking about, even though we are jumping ahead. That the um, when you're trying to slice open the door and there's all these guys pouring on the bridge at you and like I had to do it two or three times and then so but I took the Geonosin laser I had my guys in their positions you know and uh, I waited till they started shooting and distracting them and uh, then I was able to just walk out there and use the Geonosin laser right on them. Anyway. Do we want to go back to where we were? Probably. (laughs) I mean, some of the parts are more boring than others, so we can, like, you move through this area. I mean, they're not boring to play, but they're boring to talk about in the scheme of things. I mean, you're you're slowly introduced to each of your brothers over time, and Mm -hmm. while, like we said, the brothers aren't differentiated in their skill sets other than saying, well, this is what they like to do, but they're not really (laughs) any better at it. Right. The nice thing about the way that they introduce us is with each of them, they introduce a new mechanic. Mm Mm-hmm. Which yes. is good because mm-hmm. otherwise it might be kind of overwhelming to say, "Well, you can do all this stuff. Have fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. figure it out." Yeah, I agree. It's a good. It's a good tutorial setup for the whole for the rest of the game. And when you and when you guys started, I'm curious to know um, how were your feelings about the HUD and the helmet and everything? Did you guys? Because I found myself. I turned everything off at first until I learned the mechanics, and then turned everything. Back. Uh, I don't know. I mm. I was totally into it just because. It played into my fantasy of being a stormtrooper. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. To me, like that's really badass. But I felt like you know I was having trouble figuring out uh, how to get widescreen to work, and mm-hmm. and later I actually had a listener help me out. With Again, that car see, I, did, I didn't have the same technical yeah. problems. I had problems with bitmapping, which everyone had problems. Yeah, with. Yeah, me too. But, I can't figure that one. But out. But widescreen and stuff, I don't have any. There's a simple solution to bump mapping, Matt. It's buy an old video card. Yeah. <laughs> um, really, that is pretty much the only solution to that. That's too bad because, like my uh, my yeah, their armor looks all weirdly shiny with like this. It almost looks like 
It, it almost looks like looks somebody like rubbed the paints off in spots. Yeah, but and then it looks like, but it it they rubbed it off in like low res, so it looks like pixelated camouflage, but shiny. Yeah, <laughs> weird. I, I mean, I'm seeing similar graphical issues to the game on the 360 in backwards compatibility mode. Like mm-hmm. there are definitely parts where it's like, ooh, yeah, that's a bummer. Um, but oh well. I, as far as the head goes, I I think that it feels like a reaction to the Metroid Prime stuff where. It sort of emphasized the visor and how that right. puts you in the game. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the novelty is cool, but I, there's only so many times I can see the laser windshield wiper sweep by before I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> laser windshield wiper is good, though, for just getting the shit off your face. Yeah, it's actually it's useful. For. I, I, after a while, I was like, I went from this is obscuring my vision to, oh, here comes this thing that's going to clear up my vision. <laughs> and I actually started enjoying I watching appreciate it wipe that more than. If you're gonna have blood splatter effects, I'd prefer that over just fading away or something oh, yeah. like that. I it's, guess but. it's a good notion. It's it's immersive, and the the thing that I don't like about the heads up display is that I'm I'm a big stickler for unnecessary elements, and there's unnecessary elements all over the head. There's like extra lines, like encircling and fencing things in in yeah. little areas, and none like, of that's needed. Uh, there's grayed out lines where if you scroll over your teammates, they'll turn red, yellow, or green. Like, yeah. hell, like they're they're just faint lines, and it's like, is that really I necessary? I mean, it's, it's just sort of indicative of, like, HUD design and visual design from that period, which yeah. is something that we sort of have I to I mean, I think certain account. things are necessary. Like, it's nice seeing what their numbers like like down there that tell you like oh you know that's fine this but guy I don't is need in snipe position this guy and how much health they have yeah definitely sure, all that's sure. good I'm saying I don't need borders around all this stuff it's just it's really anachronistic in spots like in a lot of ways this game feels very old school shootery because while it's got the mild shield mechanic it's still very much okay well you've got this much health you better mm-hmm. try to make it last right. Until you can find the next of 18 million mm-hmm. back-to stations. Yeah, and, and that, that was another thing. I was unsure how I felt about that, because at first I felt, why put all these stations around? Just give and just then half, have bounce-back health. Halfway through Genos, you're like, fuck, I'm glad there are so many eight well, stations. I think, yeah. part, I think part of it is that, uh, is that uh, you've experienced it, I'm sure, but also later on. It becomes a gameplay mechanic of who can I pull off their position for just a moment to mm-hmm. get health yeah, or something exactly. like that. Yeah, which is what turned me back around to it because then it, it then it created these little circumstances where I felt vulnerable, mm-hmm. but I knew if I could just survive it mm-hmm. that I could find a nearby station and revive, yeah. which is it is pretty interesting and it kind of makes you uh, play on your toes a bit more yeah. than you would. You know, with health, that's more forgiving. I think so, too. And, and the my only real problem with the back-to-stations was when you're in a downtime area and they give you a back-to-station, and this is clearly meant to be an in-between refill area, give me more than one. Right. <laughs> you know, like, having to make them yeah, take turns is I agree. ridiculous. And then there are spots where there are, where there there's, are, like, yeah, four. Yeah. Which makes and, you and think, the, like, why would they not do it otherwise? And I'm like, like, the first time I saw... I think the first time I saw a spot where there was three of them all next to each other was in the middle of a battle. And I'm like, why aren't you putting this, like, <laughs> when you give me some refill time? Going back to the interface, if we get anyone, we end up being able to ask questions about this. I'd be curious to know if the reason they designed the interface with the borders and stuff that they do is because that's kind of like in the th- the vein of how you often see heads up displays in Star Wars displayed because sure even in is, Star Wars actually, it's yeah. like they always look like even though it's the future uh-huh. you always notice that everything's archaic or like whenever they get transmissions from afar Fertile. it's always like right and yeah. which never makes any sense right because it's like 
it's like way or at least advanced technology anyway right it's almost like it's uh, still analog technology even though it's really advanced or something <laughs> right, which, well which makes sense when the movie was actually made yeah. but yeah but yeah it's like that always cracked me up you never see like a stable like hologram or anything like that in star yeah. wars <laughs> so. which is which is i think is like one of the you know endearing elements of it and it sort is. of the secret weapons of why it's so great yeah keep hitting my microphone <laughs> Um, okay, so you're introduced to all your brothers. You're told that you have to find Sunfak. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that playing through this mission really bugged me were the endless monster spawning points that I didn't There realize. weren't very many of those, though. They, they were all in canyons outside, and they were all with bugs. Yeah. I guess I, I don't know. Were they endless, or was it... Uh, it seemed like they ended. After like having died on a couple of them, of them thinking, like well, I better have... I, where previously it was like, okay, well, you have to kill all these droids, and then doors are unlocked or whatever... Mm-hmm. I figured, okay, well, I've got to kill all these guys, and then I'll be told to take out such and such, and I'll be able to keep going, and that was not the case. I don't know, yeah, I guess it seemed to me like they stopped coming at They some do point. stop coming if you move far enough away, uh. but I went back to them, and, like, they started spawning again. Monster so, but, closets. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but they were, like, one-at-a-time monster closets, so it wasn't right. that bad. Until the point where you, you're going through a canyon, and you come upon a crashed... Uh, a crash transport and there yeah. are two guys and then one of the the aliens drops down and takes out both of them and then mm-hmm. you're surrounded by guys and you have to keep moving mm-hmm. like at that part it's just mm-hmm. they that, keep spawning at that point though I, I definitely there was a point for me where they weren't there anymore I just threw uh, a guy up on the gun until they stopped coming yeah, yeah, yeah me too because the ball turret kills all dude which so. is it's it's so funny like whenever there's an automated turret of any time of any kind the first thing I do is assign a guy to it. Because right, because he's ten times better than you are. Accurate. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's like, yeah, uh, I, I would be walking around in those situations, and I would you know, be thinking to myself, where are all these vapors of black smoke everywhere? Like, oh, it's just them getting blown away by this laser. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the last moment. <laughs> where I was kind of... I started having issues with the controls, and I wonder if it's an issue with the backwards compatibility. Hmm. Um, one of the things that's different about the 360 controller or the Xbox controller is that it has a, a much bigger, relatively speaking, dead zone in the sticks mm-hmm. than the Xbox controller did. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you clear that dead zone, the acceleration goes faster. So I always feel like I'm whipping past things. And I don't mm. feel like I have very good control over over my reticule. I can believe that. So at this point, I've actually low my sensitivity is set to like two of wow. ten, and it's the wow. only way I've managed to be accurate. Yeah. But it wow. also means I turn. Like, yeah, I don't remember if molasses. I had that problem when I right. played it backwards compatible. It feels know. like like a lot of shooters that were ported to the original Xbox had sort of weird stick control because they didn't involve much in the way of acceleration. It was just like, well, we're going to directly map our, our mouse inputs to a stick as opposed to doing something nuanced. Like mm-hmm. That was one of the things that Halo did really well and one of the reasons why Halo was considered the golden standard of console mm-hmm. first-person shooter controls because it was much more granular and nuanced. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't necessarily feel like it has that. That or the backwards compatibility is fucking it up. And it makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean, I, I definitely feel like there are times with like my mouse and keyboard set to a really high sensitivity where I... like do a full circle where I'm just trying to like look behind me and turn yeah. all the way around. Yeah. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> Slow your roll, Turbo. Yeah, I used to have my... When I would play FPSs, I would have my mouse sensitivity set really, really high so that I could just barely turn it mm-hmm. and, like, turn all the way around. 
but um, as I've, I don't know, maybe it's as I've gotten older or whatever, I've turned the sensitivity down more and more and more, so I have to make larger movements to turn around, and that actually makes me more accurate in in the uh, in the front game, in, you know, like the the 180-degree cone, mm-hmm. or the 180-degree, like, cert, cert, in your field uh, of view. In your field of view, field that's what I'm trying view. to say. The, whatever it is, it's, it's usually like 75 or 80 degrees, or whatever it is, your field of view in front of you. Um, that whole area, it makes me really accurate if I turn down the mouse mm-hmm. sensitivity. And if I'm not in a multiplayer shooter, I'll I'll play on lower mouse sensitivity than I will when I'm playing multiplayer. And it works better. So so you fight your way through the canyons. Yeah. And what it all culminates in is that eventual battle at the robot with the, door, with the, the spider doors. droid. Is that what it's called? I forget. Yeah. Uh, is that before or after the foundry? That's before. That's while you're trying to get into the foundry. Yeah, this is all leading Wait, up no. to that. Isn't it foundry then ship, and you well, fight the spider droid as you're trying to get onto the you ship? You fight or two something? spider droids. Yeah, there, yeah, there are two different. Sub- There's two different battles. Occasions. Um, I feel like first you have to go into the foundry and destroy their their workings, and then you go outside. No, I, uh, no, I think you and fight then you the find spider droid. Then you first. find the downed transport with its laser. Or something like that, and then you move on, and that's well, where you, you get, get the heavy the, weapons. Thing. Yeah, that's right. That's after the foundry and before the spider door. Oh, okay. is it? Okay, gotcha. Um, so you have to take out the foundry. Not much to say about that, except for that's where you meet the uh, the drone warriors, I mm-hmm. guess, or the the bug warriors, mm-hmm. which are the ones with those heavy beam weapons. That is fuck that your one of the places up. where you split up? No, that's no, on that's the when, ship. That's when on you the first ship. get that's in right. the ship. Yeah, that's right. Um, With the racks and racks of super battle droids. Which was super cool, by the way. But, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so you go in there and you take out their foundry. It's pretty uneventful. Yeah, I mean, it's I just... Mean, it's yeah, it's pretty right. by the book, right? You set a couple of guys up to snipe, you send one guy to slice the thing, and you mm-hmm. cover them. It's... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a training level for a pretty linear shooter. Yeah. Like, a linear squad-based shooter. So it's... There's a lot of stuff where... Until you reach the uh, the sort of spectacle points, there's not a lot to talk about. Right? Yeah, actually, that whole, yeah, you're right. The whole first section is really training because later on they threw hordes of shit at you mm-hmm. in ridiculous circumstances. I mean, in a way, like this game succeeds based on it, the certain moments. Like one of the reasons that movie games seem to have so much potential and always disappoint us is because they've got so much story and fiction behind them, especially with Star Wars games because there's so much history mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. yeah and this game in a lot of ways succeeds because it has all that fiction that it utilizes really well yeah and it I creates could... these moments of these star wars moments that you haven't seen before i definitely agree with that because i know like when i was playing through for me i felt like in the beginning it was really slow to start it but was then tedious. but then when we get to like what we're like, like the spider moment like that like those moments were really badass and i was like okay this game has something let's keep where going you start where you recognize things and think oh so when those guys were all getting annihilated by those super battle droids, this is why. Because fuck these things. <laughs> or why didn't they use sniper rifles to chip the chassis <laughs> tops off of the super battle droids? Yeah, it's because Which it's is sta- I, I actually really like that, that the super battle droids have destructible areas that allow yeah. you to kill them faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's because the standard guys don't get the good guns like you have. True. Yeah. They get the normal ass rifles. Those normal ass rifles are awful. Yeah. But they sound cool. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike my pew pew. That's why I'm, you know, I'm we, saying the pew pew is awful. 
Oh. We we kind of glazed over it, but earlier when there were those two sort of NPC AI characters, is there any way to save their lives? No, no, that's, no. it's scripted that they get no. killed. Okay. I shot that fucking bug like eight million times. Yeah. And it I mean, I, I, I was definitely one of those players in Halo Combat Evolved where I would try to like save play sections everybody. over and over and over to try to keep yeah. like a big squad with me. You didn't play on Legendary, yeah. did you? Oh, yeah, I played all the... I mean, back then when Halo was... I'm just saying, in a lot of ways, it's like Call of Duty in that respect, where if it's like scripted, someone's going to die. They're, right. they're going they're to going die. To that guy is yeah. going to then be killable. And it's not that. like they'd really be much use to you if they survived, because they'd just get killed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't have rechargeable shields. <laughs> so... Um... <clears throat> So yeah, after you go, you it culminates. That next part culminates with you fighting. Well, yeah. First, you you go to the crash site and you find the the transport with mm-hmm. the armor piercing, exploding, awesome rounds, mm-hmm. and the laser. I think is that where you find the green laser, like the yeah, green well, ship. Yeah, well, all those laser? transport ships. You remember in the movie, yeah. they always have that thing that goes like boom. Yeah, and it's like the, the big ball beam yeah. guns that yeah. are on this, each side of the transport. And see that, I definitely had luck putting one of my guys on because fuck, they fucked up everything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they do. They, die, like nothing. They're so accurate when you put them in their in their gun and when you put them in an emplacement of, of any kind, it's like. The, uh, if anytime there's a sniper emplacement, I always make sure to assign the guys to the sniper emplacement because I'll be running ahead shooting guys, and like two guys in front of me will just die from sniper. Yeah, I rounds. leave them in sniper emplacements, and yeah. anytime until I'm going to just barely not be able to see them, right. then I call them out of it. Yeah. See, but I don't, know, I don't know if that's a sound strategy because your teammates they work so well close range to hand in hand combat. Like I know they're pretty much invulnerable against um, the 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 bug race. I mean. They'll fight hand to hand though in their sniper spot if they someone gets on top oh, really? of them. They'll defend themselves. Because like typically, I would send in them in front of me, and I would hang back. Mm. Yeah, it's just I know I'm not as accurate with the sniper rifles there, oh. and I have I have a uh, finite ammo, and they do not. I feel like they're not as aggressive tactically as I am with the sniper rifle. Like mm. they'll shoot, but they won't necessarily try to make a lot of headshots. Or like with the super battle droids, they won't hit them. Like, there's an order that you have to hit, kill the super battle droids in to get them dead as quickly as possible, which is you hit them on the red dot on their chest, which breaks the armor plate off their chest, then you hit them in the head, which breaks the armor plate off their head, and then you can hit them in the chest, like, too. Right, but, I mean, even your guys will take care of it pretty well if you just tell them, like, this is your specific target, focus on him. Yeah, like, if they, and if they're snipers, they'll do it. Right. I don't know. Uh... You can make your guys kind of more aggressive just by telling them, like, move up here, take the spot, take the spot, mm-hmm. and they will aggressively yeah. take that little area specifically. Yeah, typically, but. instead of, like, ordering them to exact positions, I've, I've just been using the F keys, which is, like, mm-hmm. uh, either assault, defend, exactly. or, uh, you know, Yeah, I mean, I pretty enemy. much never just have my guys just following me, ever. Yeah. Because they're way ineffective when you do it that way. Yeah. I, the, uh, I find myself using the melee a lot, too. Oh man, because yeah. it's, yeah, it's like it's like the, the kick and Duke Nukem. It's just a Doom boot. Yeah. The, the only problem is that, or not the problem, but the thing that makes it different than a lot of other games with melee is that it takes so long to get that that punch off. Like, it, whereas other games, really, it's I like, thought it was like really quick. You're just like shank, shank. For me, it's like he puts his arm out, blade comes out, and then he pulls back. But it's like that that half second that it takes to do it. I've definitely had people like swing away from me. Hmm. Which I'm not complaining out, about. I just feel like it adds strategy to using it. Yeah, yeah, it does. And but I found myself like occasionally when I get in a really hairy situation and I had battled the the heavy battle droids. I'll just run up, and punch them. I'll run up and punch them and then scoot back because then they try to punch you and they're not firing their rockets at you. 
True. So you can do this little dance back and forth on them and but take God them out with just melee. Yeah, if they, yeah, yeah, that melee attack, they, they, they do deals a lot. Right, but it takes a long time for them to swing it, so it's not really, it's, it hasn't been a problem. Like, if as long as there's only one or two of them around, I can stay out of melee range. And, like, typically when I fight the bug creatures, I just strictly use melee. <laughs> yeah, because they die instantly. They don't really do much shooting at all. Yeah. So. Or any shooting. Yeah. No. Yep, it is guys, funny that the, the droids shoot are the warriors. Yeah, it's true. It is funny that the droids spray oil all over your face right. mask, and that they're <laughs> totally useless and like suck, and that you break them into pieces. <laughs> no, they, I've had droids kill me though. Like when yeah, I wasn't droids, paying attention, and they like, take down your health, and like and like I was focusing on a battle droid, and he mm-hmm. shot me like one good shot, dropped my shields, and then they just tick 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 ticked me yeah. down. And in that way, except for the fact yeah. that they don't throw grenades, they remind me of, like, the grunts in Halo. Like, they're just these little, like, pesky, <laughs> mostly worthless, but occasionally they'll catch you at a bad occasionally time. Occasionally yeah. they grow some balls and really make a move. <laughs> when you're by yourself and you have to face, like, eight of them and you don't have grenades, they can be kind of yeah. a pain yeah, in the ass. True. But, like, but with one grenade... That's one grenade, it. you'll get, like, all of them, yeah. Or you're, or that, or that it's the only time that your pew pew gun becomes useful because you can just spray <laughs> it in front of you and take yeah. them all down. Right. I mean, I mean, I use the pew pew gun a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, and it and it does the job that it needs to, and it's effective enough to where it's it's okay that it's obvious to me that it's what I'm going to be stuck with throughout <laughs> most of the game. But throughout just, the whole game, you never have anything besides your DC. But it's not like like in Gears of War, like the Sound of the Lancer, and even then, like the Sound of the Lancer in the first Gears of War wasn't especially great or satisfying, and they, yeah, they yeah. added oomph to it in the second yeah, one. True. Um, um, I really like the... I do like the idea, though, that you have this one gun that's modifiable and changes, yes. because it it's... Uh, I always found it to be more than a little unbelievable that somebody is walking around with like, like eight nine guns. guns on them somehow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Mass Effect did it well in that you had your gun on your back and your shotgun on your belt and then your one on and your leg. And they were leg, all collapsible. You know? And they were all collapsible, yeah. It, it looked really cool, but this one this one looks really cool too because you can take out your gun and like just put on the sniper parts and now I've got a sniper. Rifle. It's like you've got a Megatron toy that fires. For real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the type of weapon that most militaries are trying to develop. Yeah, they're working on modular. Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah, what it, that's what it should do is it should just make things a transformer sound each time you change guns. <laughs> I'm sure they would love it if it could transform itself. Um, um, really quick, not like breaking away from the progression of the level. One thing. The graphics in this game are, are okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for the time, they were great. Yeah, I for think the, they were uh, fine. I but mean, they weren't they weren't bad. They were still yeah. Unreal Two, which had its moments. Yeah, for the time when Xbox was out, that was pretty good. I mean, um, that was what people were using. There wasn't just, there was I, no Unreal well, Three. Also, to be fair, we're all suffering through graphical issues playing this because yeah. there are definitely graphical issues on the 360 with backwards compatibility. And I'm just guys. saying, when I played on my original Xbox, and I feel it like was the shit, and I feel like graphics. I'm missing. Uh, I feel like there's something wrong with the lighting too, on my on the PC version that I'm playing. I feel like there's that not only are my bump maps not working, which makes everything like way. More PS2-y. Yeah, exactly. Like, way, like, not last gen, but the gen before that. Um, but also I feel like there's st- stuff missing in the lighting. And it's not just because I'm used to dynamic lighting, even though I am. It's uh, I feel like either the artist didn't put shadows in where they needed to put shadows in, or I've got shadows that aren't showing up. I, For me, I have shadows that are displaced by three feet and then, like, just cast on the wall straight. 
Wow. Like, they're not bent or anything like that. Right. Um, Weird. But what I wanted to say is that the sound effects, Mm -hmm. as in almost every Star Wars game, like, across the board, are awesome. Uh It's because it's Skywalker sound. Exactly. I mean, you'll hear the the fighters roaring over your head and... It and makes it look, me look up. Yeah, <laughs> and it, I mean the, and it's just it just reminds me so much of of the audiovisual like feast that every Star Wars movie has been. Mm-hmm. And again, this is somewhere where this is one of the movie games that really succeeds because of the movie it's based on because it brings in all that and works around it so well. Yep. Well, and when you go from one environment to the other, the soundscape is a huge part of that environment environment change, and you feel it. It's cool. I really like those those howling, like spider noises. Oh, well, yeah, whooshing over you. Yeah. <laughs> so you. Exactly. So you fight the spider droid. Yeah, yep. which is cool because if you go forward and, and the door opens, you see this thing sort of lumbering toward you. Like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing's pretty. They're pretty easy though in the scheme of things. You don't even have to yeah. hit them in the eye if you just lob a bunch. Of, all your you just like cycle through your grenades. Yeah, and even your pew pew will take them out. If you shoot it long enough. Yeah, in the eye. Um, What are the kinds of grenades that you have? Uh, I don't know what they're actually called, but one's like Like the the air effect shock one, which is great against droids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like an electromagnetic Mm -hmm. grenade or something. There's like the standard frag grenade. Yeah, which is the thermal thermal detonator. detonator And then there's the ones that's like the area of effect explosion, and it just blows up on contact. Like, those ones are the best against super battle droids. And then there's a flashbang. Which is worthless against droids. Yes. Wait. And... Shits on you if you accidentally <laughs> throw it looking yep. at it. Everything um, is blue. What's the green one? I thought that was a poison grenade. No, 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 that green one's the best one. That's just the one that explodes on contact and does area of effect like spherical damage. The whole time I thought that was a poison grenade, so I wasn't using them on that droids. Is, that is the best like, one. That is the best that grenade. Is you throw have. an electromagnetic grenade to, uh, to stun those bitches, me? and then you throw that one to take them out. Oh god! And uh, <laughs> I like. A... I didn't know what kind of grenade it was. I just know that when I threw it, it exploded. Uh, I just thought I, I mean, is that green, the one that I looks like an hourglass? You know, green. Yeah. yeah, it's the one that looks like an hourglass. Yeah, okay. I and actually, the one that looks like a barrel. The one thing that I think that's really cool yeah. in that game is when you go into the low light mode, it does like a really good job of like the way it moves, almost like looking realistic. It looks yeah. like, like real night vision. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like really it. weird, like the way the guys move and stuff, you're like, you're like, ah, oh. it's almost off-putting at first because it looks It's phosphorescent so as opposed to just yeah. green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's light really mode. well done. What's that? Like There's a, a point where it forces you to go into low light X, mode. Yeah, and X it, takes you into like night into vision, so everything's like black and white. Shades of black and white. In the next campaign, you have to use that pretty extensively. More, okay, well, that's good. Yeah, because I remember thinking, like, wow, this is a really good effect to have on to uh, have it. You know, it looked kind of like fuzzy a little bit. Definitely liked it, yeah. Yeah, so you fight Super Battle Droid, and now you enter the ship. And you have to split up because all four of you have different objectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's cool. The whole time you're doing it, you're constantly hearing your <laughs> teammates' updates. And, yeah. Can yeah, we, can like we talk about one thing that we skipped over first, which is Star no. Wars' introduction of baby killing? I said no. What, the oh, killing? Yeah. They're just murdering the baby the... bugs. Like, they, you, they hatch What, they deserved eggs. it. They also attack you when they hatch. So Wouldn't you? <laughs> hey, if you're aggressive when you're born... I mean, have you, you ever you, seen... You, baby you walk close little, to them and they attack baby, you. Baby, any type anything. of dog, they're born, they just want to lick you. They don't t- bite you right off the bat. So I'm just saying, something born like that attacks you. Get shot. Kilt. 
kilt. I am pro genocide. I am pro genocide of Geonosians. Exactly. Yeah, they shouldn't. Have, they shouldn't have joined the separatists. So I was for a second there. I mixed because I bought Dead Space. For a second there, I mixed this game up with Dead Space, where I walked into a room of like baby fetuses in jars. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> My non secretary advice to you in Dead Space is mutilate everybody you come across. Ah, uh, okay. I've been I have been doing so. Whether it's stomping or cutting their arms off. You don't have to cuz but he's right occasionally one might stand up. Not just that, but like <laughs> you might one of those things might come and possess their body and then they're that much more fucked up. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Mutilation is encouraged in Dead Space. You heard it here. Should I be upgrading my suit? My gun? I, th- I told oh. you when I when I told you I upgraded in Dead Space I upgraded three things. I upgraded my suit of course to give myself more health. And then I upgraded the main gun and the line rack gun, like the line gun that those are like that the, fires out the mines. No, the line the line one that fires that's just the big wide shots. Yeah, with it the shoot fire mines. that shoots mines. It's, it's oh yeah, the alternate mines. fire. I never used the alternate fire on that one. Oh, no, just yeah, because just because I liked time. shooting the lines the best, just because yeah. it was so effective. That is a different space game, and also fucking awesome. Yes. God. So yeah, so you go through the, you kill the babies, and then you go through the robot factory, and the uh, I liked the get on the elevator and go past three hundred r- r- lines of robots. You know, they they really make this. Even though it's a very linear shooter, and you're going through all these little hallways, they that those little elevator bits make it feel vast. Yeah, they I do. Mean, you're on a capital scale, yeah. ship. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so then like fun. it was cool walking past the lines of robots and going like. Ah oh, shit! At some point, all of these are gonna wake up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to and, fight. And they fuckers. do little things like even after you like blow up the controls to the robot mm-hmm. things, they like the first couple racks you pass like some like short circuit, and you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's gonna come to life. Okay, no, it didn't. No. And then some do. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. The first ones that came alive. I had, I fucked up. I threw a grenade, and which is a mistake because it wakes because it blew up, up yeah. and like blew the panels off like four more, and then they all came at me, and I was like. <laughs> and when you're by yourself, that's a. That's pretty tough. That is yeah. not. The, I mean, even one super battle droid is sort of challenging when you're by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. if you're out of sniper ammo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just use melee. I run up. When I blew yeah. up the the core of that factory, I saw one of the battle droids who was up on a higher level, like you know, sort of explode, and he was gonna fall out of his little cell, mm-hmm. but like his foot got stuck, and so he, <laughs> and he was just like dangling from his leg, yeah. just like rocking. <laughs> I, oh, that God damn! <laughs> I will give the frequent listeners him. of Game Club to guess what Anthony just did to make Tyler react like that. Because Tyler is sitting next to Anthony on the couch, and having frequented that chair myself, you'll notice that I am now sitting in a separate chair. It sounded like someone was shuffling cards. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that South Park a couple of days ago where it's uh, um, the boys think farts is funny and the girls don't get it. So there's a Canadian oh. TV show about them saying that queefs are funny. Uh, <laughs> and all the boys are all totally grossed out. Yeah, exactly. trying to get it banned. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I could get behind that. So here we are, four little boys laughing at Anthony's farts. So you get together. <laughs> you get together with your boys again. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you guys proceed to the, now the goal is to take the bridge of the ship yes yes even though you and guys have is, severely fucked up the ship and uh, yep. this is like when you get the four minute countdown right or not no not yet? at this not point yet. Yet. Okay. Not yet. but yeah, this yeah. is when you f- first encounter one of those uh, like the droid producing machines that drops down 
which you know that one's easy because it's just mm-hmm. producing like the normal droids mm-hmm. later on this light spoiler they will you will fight like two at a time that are dropping nothing but super battle droids out of them oh so shit. that's what i'm saying the game really ran like arthur's right this is like a huge tutorial to well until like, like the last third of it and when at which point it's like okay now we're gonna kill you. Right now, yeah, so like, over like, and I, over again. I got the, I got to the these last parts of the the game of the stage that we played. And I was like, holy fuck, this is what shooters really used to be like. <laughs> shooters were hard. <laughs> they were. Recharging health is good. <laughs> shooters were hard, man. It is. I mean, it is anachronistic of that at this point, where any game where that doesn't have recharging health is like, wow, this is like from a Old time school. past. Yeah. Bioshock? Kind of, yeah, I was going to say, but not because Bioshock, Bioshock didn't have... gives you stuff to recharge your health so often. Yeah. I mean, neither did Resistance, the first one. That's not that old either. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of, I mean, again, Resistance was a game where people noticed and made mention of the fact that it didn't have a recharging health mechanic. In a lot of ways, Resistance felt very old school. Yeah, I mean, Left 4 Dead doesn't have recharging health either. I'm appreciating the, I'm appreciating Republic Commando. I'm appreciating like that that, it. I mean, I realize it's an older game, but the fact that this is the first time I'm playing it makes it feel like a return to form. And, right. And I'm like, you know what? I at, at first I was like, fuck, this is so hard. I like, I'm not, I'm sure I can do this anymore. But then I started to get it, and then like those old skill sets start coming back. It forces and, a certain kind of pacing. Yeah, it does, and it's and it's a pacing that I'm like, ah, oh, that's right. I remember why I enjoyed this kind of game, and it's because if I if I stick with it, I can fucking kick ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, this is my third time through it, so for me, I'm not. I don't think I had nearly as much trouble. Like, I think total like I've ever actually died my whole team is once so far. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's recharging health just encourages you to experiment and to say, well, I can do this, and if I fuck up then I didn't lose anything. Yeah. Whereas in this, if you fuck up, you could be hurting until the next back to station. Well, well, this game also taught me the, uh, uh, my, uh, another skill that resurfaced was my frequent quick saving. Like I quick save all the time. Does it not auto save a lot? It does, does, but with PC and you can quick save, why not? Well, yeah, I mean, it has relatively good checkpoints. Well, you can save anywhere in the Xbox. That's also nice. Yes. My problem with the quick saving is, at least on the 360, it usually takes like three or four seconds, and it the yeah. game just comes grinding to. Oh uh, yeah, no, on the on the on the time. PC, it's of course instant. There's not even a frame rate hiccup. It just goes quick. Saving. Right. Well, on our computers yeah. these days, who knows what it would have been like on contemporary hardware? Right. I don't know. True. A lot of times, I I feel like I you know I'm, I. I wonder, like, oh, did, like, did it save when I quick save? Because, like, I don't see any. <laughs> like, oh, God. But it so, does. like, I go and save it again. Yeah. OCD. Yeah. Yeah, I almost feel like I might stop playing the 360 version and start playing the PC version just because... You'll have a better experience. There's so many... The technical issues on the 360 at points were really frustrating. And, like, when, the, and when this game came out, they hadn't yet... Re- figured out how to take a PC game and make it into a console game to take a PC FPS and make it into a console FPS with any like decentness which is why Halo was so good when it came out. I mean I don't even for me it's not so much like the fundamentals of gameplay so much as the frame rate is just really Mm. yeah see when I played that I just don't don't remember it being like that. Like it drops to to just over 10 man I wonder I wonder because I want to I wonder if there's like been were you, weren't you playing it. on a on a standard definition TV when you replayed through it on 360? No, I've no, I've had. I thought my, you were. I've had my. I played it here at this house, and I've had it. Uh, you. I thought you played it in Davis. 
I, uh, on an original when I, Xbox. When Davis. I bought it for you. No, 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 and I've played it here, too. I played I, it on my console. I just wonder if maybe a, one of the more recent backwards compatibility things, like... That would be... That's unusual. Yeah, I just, don't remember, I just don't remember any of those technical problems. Or maybe dashboard. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. But the just the frame rate gets really, really, truly terrible. The only point where the frame rate is good is when there's almost nothing on the screen. Mm. Like when you're by yourself in one of those sections where you're alone. <laughs> but, and you're in the elevator, you're like, man, 60 frames a second. Sweet. <laughs> but to and be, then robots are on the screen. To be fair, I also think that I'm way less sensitive to frame rate things than you. Like True. the frame rate things on Overlord and stuff, like eventually I just like it doesn't even like. Yeah, go no, into I mean I'm mind. the I'm the guy that's like, oh, frame rate take a hit. I'm I am the guy that ruins games for Anthony. Yeah, like we, even when I played out. like Overlord on Wii, there'd be times the frame rates would drop way down, and it wouldn't even be a conscious thought like, man, frame rates, but just keep playing. <laughs> Anthony was making thumb moving stick motions. By <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> until Arthur comes in, and is like, man, frame rates really bad, and I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> or, the, I think the most notorious thing I've I've fucked up for. For Anthony is uh, the sound quality in games. Yeah, though again, I just I have short term memory. Eventually, I'm like, where, eh, whatever, don't it's hear. It's one of those things where once I pointed out, people were like, "Oh, now I hear it, and it drives me insane." Mm. Which is yeah. just like really bad compression, making things sound like they're underwater. Which is mostly uh, just you yeah. being a dick and feeling the need to share things like that with other people. No, it's not me feeling like a dick. It's me. It's no, it's not it's you feeling like a dick. It's me. you being a dick. My friend Paul used to be the same way when uh, we watch movies together. Anthony, it's pronounced Geonosin. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be. <laughs> my friend Paul would be like suffering in agony, like, like he'd be like the person that cut this movie together did it wrong. And there's this fucking line going up and down right there, and I'd just be like, oh my god, why did you point that out to me? <laughs> I did not see it before. And now you will always see it. You will see it in your dreams. So, and my animation saying. classes uh, ruined Japanese animation for me because it's all done on fours, and I can see it now. I'm like that's awful. Like American animation is done on threes, isn't it? Like a, a usually, numbers? it's usually I don't even done. Know on, what you're it's usually about. done on twos. Oh, but anyway, uh, twos and fours of what? Frames. Oh, okay. Yeah, out of twenty-four frames, every two for every two frames will be the same. Pose. Oh, will be the two. Picture. Okay. Yeah. So in in most Japanese animation, I mean modern modern animation, notwithstanding, um, it would be uh, every four frames was the same pose. So it's very very jerky. Oh, mm. uh, I I don't think it's really gotten much better in most. Yeah. Well, in most TV's, TV is TV stuff is TV. I mean, like you watch like the Transformers, and the Transformers had things had sections that were on six and eights, you know. But anyway, uh, so <laughs> Republic Commando. Uh, so you finished the robot racks. You're yeah. on the. That's this is when basically you have all fucked the shit up. Mm-hmm. On the ship, and you're just trying to get the plans off yeah. the ship before mm-hmm. it blows. What are you getting plans for? I think just like well, because you want to know what the separatists are up to because this is the start of the war. I so couldn't remember if they were plans for something specific or no. I think it's just their plans it's in general. The plans. This is the core. This is one of their core ships. So you have to go and find their treasure maps. Basically, you yeah. want treasure maps. Mm-hmm. Since you couldn't get Sung Fact, anyways. <laughs> yeah. What. Well, <laughs> the, the mission starts with your goal is to kill Sun Fak at any cost. Right, and then, it's and like, then you no, finish the mission, okay. and all you didn't find fucking Sun Fak. Weird. Well, you see him take off the airlock. <laughs> you see him take off, but but yeah. then you shoot him down. Don't right? Wait, maybe yeah, you, you do, do shoot. Maybe yeah, you do kill Sun the, uh, Your teammate shoots him down. Right. right. So I mean, he he dies one way or another, oh, basically. Okay. But which explains his absence in the future Star Wars. <laughs> um. So yeah. So now you go and you're working your way up to the bridge. 
And when taking, does the four minute thing start? The, right after you take, right after you get the plans. Okay. That's when it starts. And the taking of the bridge is fine. The only hard part is you got to watch out for those turrets, man. Those will wipe out your whole team Dude, in like oh two yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah I figured that out the hard way. Like I died three or four times by the turrets until I realized, oh shit, there's turrets. <laughs> yeah, those turrets are just relentless, and your guys yeah. will just stand there and take it. I mean, they die pretty yeah. easily. They do. If you, they die really easy. See them. Right. They'll, they'll die. They'll die with your regular blaster, right? Mm-hmm. In just a few shots. So yeah. my my problem with this part is that in games where I have a limited amount of time, normally they are good enough to show me a timer. Yeah, and this this, this one, just, <laughs> it would just say the this place is going to blow up, and I'm like, okay, or yeah. it's only got so much time, okay, and then I just keep going, and then like as I'm in the final room that is a fucking nightmare, then I realize, oh. Wait, no, there really is a time limit. It's been counting yep. out all this time. That totally, totally happened to me. Now, yeah, that happened to me too. And I had to reload the checkpoint so that I could like start over with my new four minutes because I was methodically m- making my way through things and going like, "Well, there's no timer. It's not. They can't really be counting down." You were playing the game as you have been taught to. Yeah. And then you get punished for it. Right. Well, they didn't put a real sense of urgency on you, but it is. Right. I mean, you're playing the game that it taught you, but it's not necessarily punishing you because they're trying to tell you. Hey, you should be moving. They just didn't make it clear enough that this was a real timer, not like right. Tyler said, where and, it's like four minutes. Right. I swear. And, and that's that's one one, and that's one of the few things in this in this game where it's like, okay, that's just bad game design because right. everything else in this game design, I'm finding, wow, that's really clever. Wow, that's really clever. They should have put it on the this HUD, is just really, like a counter. Yeah, exactly. And like, man, this is really solid game design right here. Little things like the turrets, you can destroy them really quickly. And you can destroy them really quickly with any of your guns, and it's because they're really, really deadly, and they can ruin the game for you if you mm-hmm. don't, if you're not able to take them out right them. away. Yeah, if yeah. you overlook them. So, yeah, so it's like, oh well, all right, well we want the turrets in here, we want them to be this powerful, but as we'll balance it out by making them easy to kill. And so the, there's uh, you know little bits in this game that are, in fact, most of this game is really excellent game design, but that kind of thing right there was like, uh, you guys really should have given me a timer. Yeah, because like I ran up the same thing. I was like killing all the guys on the. I was like, all right, well, I'll kill all the guys that are coming. Like, and I'll it would start- totally make sense for them to give you a timer because you've got the fucking Cortana voice of God in your ear yeah. all the time anyway. Yeah. So I, I was thinking, I was thinking, like, all right, I'll put a guy because I died once on the on the platform when I'm trying to get out anyway, um, by by the turrets, and I was like, all right, I'll kill the turrets. And I'll start the I'll start the the hacking sequence so that I trigger all the spawns of the enemies, and I'll just kill all the enemies, and then I'll hack the door. And so it was like when I started hacking the door, it, the door takes thirty seconds, and I started doing that. It's like so this the facility will de- de- destroy itself in thirty seconds. And I'm like, I just started hacking a thirty second hack at the same time. <laughs> Although to be fair, those seconds aren't real seconds. Because once it gets down to the last ten, I was also hacking that on one of my yeah, and it goes like eight, and you go down like five seconds on your hack. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) No, I can't. Screen goes white. Everyone dies. Yep. But eventually, you do make it through it, even though that part is really, Mm -hmm. really hard. And they stand like right in front of the, right in front of your escape vehicle for. Waiting for the cutscene. Way too to play. long, and I'm yeah. like, go, jump, go, go. Yeah, there's no go, really good way for go. them to get to it. There's no good way for them to show it. Yeah. So they don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you sit there like with the 
with the uh, the voiceovers going on while it's still, still going like four. I was three. If I had fucking right died there. at that part, I would have thrown my controller. And I been like, See, it's funny because I would have been like, I didn't finish it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm be honest with you guys. Anymore. I actually didn't know that it was a real timer. Until really? you guys said you died on it because I I never had any time. <laughs> I got there with like a minute and a half to spare. I never even heard it say thirty seconds. It was just like I got oh, there man, at the end. Terrible, yeah. But I, I think that's because as hard as you. No, no, no. I think it's just because I'm way more reckless. Like I I just like send my guys and like as soon as I see like hack the door, I'm not like I should take out these guys first. I'm like hack the door. We'll try and keep them off you. Yeah. I just send I just send the guy running past everyone. The thing like, that made me sad the fucking is door. That it totally gives you the option to set up traps at either end of that corridor. Mm-hmm. And I tried to set them up, and I just never got a chance to use them. I didn't set up traps either. I just relied on my ability to just fucking. And it would have. I mean, they would have. It would have worked. God. Also, at that I can't section, believe we made you... it all the way through the <laughs> almost all the way through this podcast without an Akbar reference. <laughs> <laughs> If at, at that section, if you just run straight to the terminal, you have cover on either side of you. There's like a little you platform do. that jumps. If, that as long jumps as you out. duck, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as, as, and as, as long as you kill the guys yep. that are below you, and the droids never like walk in on in front of your, you know, walkway uh, to where see, they can reach you. I don't know. I just, I guess, I never made that connection. I was always too busy going, heal yourself, heal. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't, and they died. Yeah. I just ducked. I'd pop up, throw grenades. Duck back down and be There's, like, I'm not gonna throw those. Those are poison grenades. <laughs> those would never work. <laughs> I'm thinking. I there's just such tension that builds when you get knocked down and and it's like a heated battle and you're like, yeah. Oh god, maybe I, I should like just it. let him let him fight. No, bring me back. Yeah. And then you see someone running toward you and then another guy drops. Yeah. And yeah. Another guy drops and you're down to the last guy. I really like that screen you. too because you can also like. The feedback of your teammates' health stays, you know, mm-hmm. it keeps you updating. So, head. like, you can see if, like, they're taking damage, yep. or you're like, oh, shit. And, and then they say and then they say, say things like, 3-8 is down. Yeah. 3-8 is down. Somebody help him, you know. Yeah. There, there's some funny banter, too. Like, there there was uh, one particular moment. Man, I can't recall it, but... Um, it made me laugh. I, th- I feel like the, <laughs> I feel like the guy, uh, um, <laughs> the 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 red guy, the sniper guy has Sev. Sev. He has the most interesting yeah. things to say. Yeah. Because uh-huh. like he's the mo- he's supposed to be the most badass hunter character. He's or, jaded. Yeah. No, I, I like it though. Like you'll do. He's the one that comments the most on my melee attacks. Yes. So, I couldn't have done better myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice takedown, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've got. A few comments, although not as many as I'd like, because the post just went up today. Because someone who remained nameless sucks. Arthur, <laughs> let the record show himself. that Arthur is pointing at himself. Yeah. I I just got distracted by other stuff, and I didn't put up a post, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And this is after I made a big deal of telling people not to talk about it on the last podcast post, <laughs> thus demonstrating that I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> just like Anthony's assertion that all games released on Steam are technically flawless and patched. <laughs> also made him look like an ass. Well, a lot of newer games, anyways, get the latest updates, is what true, I said. True. For Mass it's like like getting Company Heroes through Steam is ten times better than buying Co at the store and trying to find all the fucking updates yourself and install them sequentially. No shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, to do it. Too bad they haven't fixed Mass Effect. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, one of the, the comments from uh, Tad Calabash? Tad Calabash. Good name. Uh, yeah, that's. Kind of hard to read on this tiny little netbook. <laughs> Sounds like a Star Wars name, actually. Yeah, it kind of does. No, there's no jet in there. 
Tad Jet Calabash. Yeah. That works. <laughs> Jetad Calabash. <laughs> uh, I'm really enjoying the way camaraderie is built between your squad mates. For example, the way you're introduced to each one in succession, opening a door to see one wrestling an alien, and the banter yeah. back and forth throughout the mission, such as your marksmanship is an inspiration to us all, sir. <laughs> um, which is true. Um, yeah. they, they do act like brothers, which another, another listener was kind enough to point out. Um, That's a good point. Even though they're all... I mean, it's weird that the way they tell it is that you're all parts of the same person. Mm-hmm. But they, they do say that at one point, don't they? I forgot that. Yeah, they during your your intro fetus school takedown yeah. hologram section, they talk about how you're all parts of the same person. Yeah. But um, and I think during one of the loading screens, they uh, they talk about how clones after six months have demonstrated their own personalities, right? Right. Which they didn't expect. Right. There's all sorts of cool little tidbits of trivia and in, in history that build upon mm-hmm. the world of the game and the Star Wars part of the mythos. I just want one of them to point at the other one and go, you complete me. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> um, Hannah C says, playing this very straightforward game is nice after a summer of sandboxes. Uh, That's true. Red Faction and Infamous and especially enjoyable after the choose-your-own-adventure style of Hitman. <laughs> uh, she also gets a kick out of what Delta Squad says the tough guy talk is hilarious and much less annoying than if you're playing co-op with random people yeah no shit um, she actually makes a comparison to Left 4 Dead and she's not the only one huh I never thought of that but that's actually really accurate because that's I, I, th- I thought one of my favorite things in, in single player games is when you when you feel like you're not playing alone because your AI squad is actually good and they do their stuff and they have personality. Which Call of Juarez recently did really well. Yeah, and uh, Left 4 Dead does that really well. And yeah, I, hmm. I didn't think to draw that comparison. The comparison that I've been drawing all along is between this game and Quake 4. Because Quake 4 is also a squad-based shooter. Um, and you have these companions along with you that all have personalities and do their own jobs and stuff Except like that. Except the level design in this doesn't suck like it does in Quake 4. Quake 4 wasn't too bad. I, really, I, I didn't think Quake 4's level design sucked either. I, I think Quake, Quake 4 I, is still one of my like first favorite games I first got for my 360. I think Quake 4 is a very underrated game. Me too. I mean, I played through most of Quake 4, um, both on PC and 360, but mm-hmm. I just... I felt like I was doing it because I didn't have anything better to play. I liked Quake <laughs> 4 better than Doom 3. How about them apples? So did I. So I didn't. I liked the atmosphere that Doom 3 had because no other game had really done that that well before. I found this atmosphere to be hokey. It was It was all Why just... Why do you hate magic and wonder? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. I was just thinking about? The sniper, the, the red guy. Mm-hmm. Sev. 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 His 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 little helmet paint reminds me of the volleyball in Castaway. Uh, it, it actually reminds me more of uh of the the you know we can go back to what we were talking about on the way here. It reminds me more of all the orcs that fight for the yeah. wizard. I mean, they all have, it's just a handprint on his head. Mm. You know, I can see for that. Saruman. Yeah, you know they use the white hand. That's what they use. So he has has a big red handprint. So. Any more comments? Uh, we have an email from friend of the podcast, Mitchie D. What's up, Mitchie D? Um, only if only a friend of the podcast, so long as his writing stays strictly to us and not to Geekbox. If I if I sense any <laughs> treachery, <laughs> will not be tolerated. Uh, no lost fan. <laughs> Mitch says this is my second time playing through Public Commando, and what still sticks out most to me are the little things. 
Uh, you start start out listening to Tonway, who is the the gray alien, mm. the femaleish. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're gendered, but she's the female sounding gray. The, alien. the, the Kimoan. I don't know. They come from the planet like. Kimo- <laughs> it starts with the K E and ends with Owen. Yeah, it's yeah. Kim. I don't know. See, I don't know everything. Whatever. It's hard to keep up all, especially with the prequels. Man, they tried to cram in so much more history than the the original trilogy. So did. they could sell more toys. True. Uh, the funny thing is, the people buying the toys are mostly adults. Yeah, uh, same people that bought all the original toys. Uh, you start out listening to Tonway babbling on about who you are and what you'll be as you advance through the stages of life. From an infant through school and into adulthood, I would just like to reiterate that you are not even an infant. You are still more or less a tube fetus. <laughs> when this game starts, and it's the only game I can think of where you are still fetal. And being spoken Good to, point. Yeah. Uh, and you can look around and see other fetuses. Well, you, the, you're fetus definitely accelerated growth. You grow to be an adult in, in like less six than six months, but you in like ten years. Like, it's like it's uh, like multiple years. Oh, that's is, right. It took a decade for them to do it. You right. definitely come out of vaginas and pray. But you die. You also, I mean, they, also, they also only have like a life expectancy of like three decades or something like that, too. But so. the vaginas in Prey were, were supposed to be doors, so I don't know if that counts. <laughs> so are vaginas, vaginas in real doors, life. Really? There we go. Me and Arthur are on the same page there. <laughs> doors to pleasure I'm we, town. I'm glad we found something you guys could agree on. One of us might have done more research on the topic than the other, but... <laughs> Some of us also have lesser standards as long as it can walk. You don't have to make fun of your standards on the podcast, Anthony. <laughs> uh, this totally reminds me of the sword fighting in Monkey Island. <laughs> okay, uh, I adored that you weren't heading in to win the war by blowing up every droid you could see. The first mission was an assassination, which is true. Dumb. Not a slaughter. It turns into that, sure, but I really like that I wasn't thrown into Geonosis to fight the war on the front lines. Um... The introduction to each of the brothers is awesome. We've already covered that. Um, these dudes are hardcore, and they're each a different kind of badass. <laughs> Tyler's still giggling. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. Tyler's got the giggles. Um, they really get along by bro- like brothers, and because they're unique, they're incredibly likable. Um, he, he concludes by saying, Fixer is voiced by the guy who does Max in the new Simon Max seasons. Oh, cool. Uh, Scorch is voiced by the guy who does Caden in Mass Effect. Cool. Which I think you might remember, but I don't know if I... Yeah, Caden. Oh, yeah, yeah, He was the male, probably the male companion that nobody chose. Yeah. (laughs) The guy that people sent to die. Because he was born. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You had to choose between him and Ashley. Actually, I sent Ashley to die. Misogynist. I I played through three times, so I did them both. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I, I I wish Mass Effect was a game where you could choose an alien race to play as, and it would alter your abilities. I would have loved to have played as a Rex's race. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Those are sterile Stegosaurus. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, that's right. that. Where are we playing to next time? Anthony? The end of the second campaign. Yeah, which okay. is through the uh, through the capital ship that you find at the beginning of the second one and then through a, a slave camp, I believe. Through the... Fuck, I can't remember its name. I think it starts with an R. Just play with... Play play through until you see fucking credits like you saw at the end of the, the first part. It's easy, yeah. It's easy to, um, to tell the break And then the point. fiction is this still before episode three? Yes, yes. this part, yeah. 
Does the I whole think... game take place before episode three? Yes, because the the uh, the last area is fighting on on Kashik. Yeah, the Wookiee home planet, which, which is, is which is what happens in episode three. Yeah, it takes place right up until like about the middle. Of episode three, mm. I think. basically cool. uh, where the game ends up ending is like right before they give the order to kill. So Jedi. funny, I barely remember. And we had a three. we had a listener who commented in uh, on the post saying that he he really wished that they'd done a follow up that took place that included Order sixty six. Right. Well, the game clearly, mm. you know, it will. So you guys know. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's just it does end with a there's going to be a sequel sort of thing, and there never was. So it's too bad. I kind of wonder how well this did. Like at retail. So yeah, I mean, there was definitely supposed to be a sequel. It released at sort of a weird time in the console yeah. cycle, just like mm-hmm. Gun did. Yeah, um, just like Hitman did. Like, well, well, Hitman was Hitman was after the 360 came out. This was like in the first half of 2005, like when the next gen hype was like snowballing. Mm. Yeah. Maybe this is a game that uh, skips a generation. Maybe we won't see a. Republic Commando it could be. It could later. be. Yeah, it could be the kind Badass. of thing. That, yeah, a sequel comes. Like, anything can happen. Look how well, long it took Team it, Fortress Two to. And come they out. did say. I mean, <laughs> when LucasArts started releasing all these new games, uh, their older games and stuff, it was kind of a test bed to see yeah, exactly. about how they might do other. Like maybe we'll do a new Monkey Island. Yeah, they, let's it, see how these games. It could do. very well be to gauge interest in a future title. Right. So that's what we're gonna do. Uh, you know, thanks for listening. Go to Area Five TV. Watch co-op. Leave lots of comments. <laughs> or revision3.com slash co-op. Yeah. Either way. Do those things. If you like us. And, and, and though it's me. called co-op, it's not any kind of hippie, crazy <laughs> commune. <laughs> and on that note, may the penis be with you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>